Welcome to the Empowered Modern Witches Show. Join us to learn simple, accessible ways that the seasons, moon phases, and astrology can help you finally create a spiritual self-care practice you can be consistent with. I'm your host, Tanae Stewart, the Witch of Lupin Hollow. I'm a practicing witch, a certified astrologer, and a published author. And I'm on a mission to help modern witches like you nourish your mind, body, and intuition so you can be your most magical self all day, every day. Hello, and welcome to season four of the Empowered Modern Witches Show. I am so excited to be bringing you a brand new season of the podcast, um, and we have lots of really interesting and exciting episodes coming up for you in the next few months. So in today's episode for episode one of season four, uh, we're going to kick it off with our ultimate guide to the autumn equinox. So I've been doing these ultimate guide episodes for a while now for each of the festivals in the wheel of the year. Uh, so definitely check out the episodes that I've done on the spring equinox, Beltane, uh, the summer solstice, and Lamas. Uh, so this is the next installment, and we'll link up those additional episodes for you to listen to in the show notes. So let's dive straight in here. So the autumn equinox occurs every year in the Northern Hemisphere around the week of September 20th. It can vary really anywhere from about September 18th to the 23rd. Um, and so it does shift a little bit from year to year and you'll wanna check the calendar for what date it is each year. Um, and the autumn equinox is one of the obviously equinoxes and solstices in the wheel of the year. So the wheel of the year is basically a modern interpretation of ancient festivals, especially Celtic and Northern European festivals uh, that celebrate the cycles of the seasons and the turning of the earth, right? We, we celebrate the turning of the wheel throughout the year. Um, and the autumn equinox marks the beginning of the most magical time of year, uh, the most intuitive and witchiest time of year, the witch's season, if you will, of course, the season of autumn. Uh, and the autumn equinox is, I mean, I think it's a favorite of many, many witches, uh, because it has this beautiful, grounded, very earthy, very loving quality about it. Uh, so we're going to talk in this episode all about uh, what the kind of historical, traditional symbols and ideas of the autumn equinox are all about. Um, we're going to talk about the solar and astrological significance of this day and some practical ways that you can celebrate this festival. Uh, before we dive in with all of that information, I just want to invite you to come and sign up for the free virtual third annual Empowerment Powered Modern Witches Summit. Uh, so this is an annual virtual summit that I host the week of the autumn equinox every year. Um, and it is such a fun event. We have five days of live and recorded video trainings and lectures and all sorts of fun things for you uh, from over a dozen of your favorite witchy authors and astrologers and influencers and just all around really awesome, magical people. Um, so it's totally free to attend the live events. You get a few days to catch up on the replays. Um, and you can also purchase an all access pass, which gets you lifetime access to the replays, as well as this year, over a thousand dollars in bonuses from our speakers. Uh, so definitely come sign up for the summit, get your free ticket. Uh, the link is here in the show notes. 
Uh, that'll be taking place this year, September 19th to 23rd, 2022. Um, if you're listening to this in the future, we do this event every year. So hit my website um, and check out the current information. Okay, so let's dive in with the autumn equinox here. So the autumn equinox is really a traditional time of gratitude to the earth for an abundant harvest, right? So our ancestors pretty much universally, right, around the world at some point, all of our ancestors were first hunter-gatherers and then agricultural. Um, and even if you don't live in an agricultural community now, this can still be a powerful thing to tap into. Um, so the autumn equinox was an important part of the year, an important turning of the wheel for two main reasons. Number one, of course, this is when the crops are actually being harvested. Um, if you do live in an agricultural community, which I do, I live in wine country in California and grapes are you know, a, a fun harvest, not a really a necessary harvest, um, but they are you know, a major part of the economy and the agriculture in my area. Um, and we are absolutely in the peak of harvest season right now. Uh, September and early October is kind of like the peak of grape harvest um, in California. Uh, so this is when, especially in the Northern Hemisphere and in uh, like Europe and the UK, uh, the British Isles, and in my case, in uh, Northern California, uh, this is when a lot of crops are being harvested, right? Whether that's wheat and grains or um, maybe corn or grapes or other types of fruit, like maybe apples or um, plums, things like that. Some of these things were harvested earlier where I'm located. Uh, plums came in really in like July. Uh, so it depends where you are in the world, exactly how you experience this. Um, but regardless, this is definitely like a peak harvest season kind of in general, right? Now, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you are actually experiencing the spring equinox. Um, you would experience the autumn equinox energy in March. Um, so the reason that this was so important to our ancestors was because they relied on an abundant harvest to carry them through the winter, right? If there was a very barren year where there wasn't a lot of really abundant crops, then you know they might not survive the cold, long winter, um, especially in far northern locations. Um, or far southern locations where the winter might be very, very long and very, very dark. Um, and so an abundant harvest is essential for their survival. And so harvest celebrations become a really, really sacred, really, really spiritual and important time for giving thanks, giving gratitude to the earth, uh, maybe gratitude to the ancestors or to the spirits. Um, to thank them for our continued survival. Now, of course, that might not really resonate with you on a personal level since the vast majority of us no longer have to rely on an abundant harvest to survive the winter, right? And this is one of the kind of key things that sometimes trips us up with the wheel of the year is either you might maybe you live in a climate where maybe it still feels like the peak of summer. And honestly, in many ways, that's true for me. September tends to be one of our hottest months of the year. Um, or maybe you don't live in an agricultural space at all. Like this just isn't something that resonates with you and really, you know, makes sense in your sphere. First of all, that's totally okay. You are no, by no means obligated to celebrate the Wheel of the Year. There are no rules in witchcraft. You do not have to celebrate the seasons. However, if you want to celebrate the seasons and you just don't really resonate with that 
agricultural perspective um, or with that perspective of survival, right? then you might want to approach the autumn equinox and the wheel of the year in general from more of a manifestation perspective. The autumn equinox is a really key, really important phase in the cycles of the seasons and the cycles of the sun, where we have been, you know, the sun has grown in strength throughout the year. We had the peak of solar energy at the summer solstice. Um, and now the solar energy, the light is starting to wind down. And we're giving thanks, we're giving gratitude for everything we've received, everything we've experienced in the last six months or in the last nine months um, since the spring equinox or the winter solstice when the light has been growing and growing and growing. The reason the autumn equinox is kind of significant in terms of um, like an astrological and astronomical perspective and solar perspective is because the autumn equinox and the spring equinox are the two days of the year when day and night are equal. The rest of the year, one of the two is longer. And up to this point, since the spring equinox for the last six months, the day hours, the daylight hours have been longer. Well, the autumn equinox marks that turning point where on the equinox itself, day and night are equal. And after that point, night overtakes day. The nights become longer again for the next six months until the spring equinox next year. Um, and so this is a really, really important time for us to give gratitude, give thanks to the sun, to the earth, to ourselves, um, to the universe, right? Whatever resonates with you to thank that, that source for everything that it has given us, everything it's created, everything we have received. Um, so it doesn't have to be crops, right? It doesn't have to be wheat and grain. Um, it might be, you know, a successful manifestation. Maybe you've been trying to manifest a job or a house, um, or maybe, you know, you have been manifesting peace in your relationships or peace in your family, things like that, right? Whatever it is that you've received this year. Now, where this can sometimes feel a little bit tricky is, what if it hasn't been a great year, right? What did our ancestors do when it wasn't an abundant crop, when they were worried about their survival for the winter? Um, I can't really speak to that. I'm, I'm not an anthropologist, but I can say that when it has been a hard year, or maybe you feel like none of your manifestations have panned out, or maybe you, know, you haven't received the things that you wanted or the things you thought you would be receiving this year, gratitude is still such an important energy. And this is one of the most important ways you can celebrate the autumn equinox is through really genuine, authentic gratitude practices. And I say genuine and authentic because it's not about pretending that things are great, right? It's not about spiritual bypassing and like being high vibe, even if that's really not how you feel, because that's not going to work. That's not what it's really about. What this is really about, what true authentic gratitude is about is number one, finding things that we can be grateful for, because there's always something, right? Maybe it's as simple as you have clothes to wear, or you have a roof over your head, or your family is safe, right? It might be something very, very baseline. Um, it might be you're grateful to your yourself for staying here, for continuing on, right? Whatever it is, it might be very baseline. It might be that once you start investigating and you start really reflecting on and thinking about the past six months, the past year, it might turn out that although it has been a tough year, 
there's been more abundance and more beauty and expansion than you realize. Um, and that's because we more easily focus on the negative. Like it's this weird trick of the human brain that we are, we find it easier to focus on the bad things. We find it easier to focus on the things we don't have. Um, and so the autumn equinox invites us to really lean into gratitude for everything that we do have. And when you start to make a list, you know, like if you challenge yourself to think of 20 things or 50 things or 100 things that you're grateful for right now, you know, some of them might be I'm grateful for this warm, delicious cup of tea. I'm grateful for, you know, my house, even if it's not perfect, whatever it is, right? Um, I guarantee you'll come up with more things than you might think initially you'd be able to. And so gratitude is such an important energy at this time of year because the universe works in the energy and the language of exchanges, right? And if we are not putting that gratitude back out into the universe, uh, you know, the universe may think that we aren't happy with what we want or with what we have, I mean, right? That that what we have isn't actually, isn't actually good um, and it might try to give us something else. Um, and, you know, it's not, it's again, like I said, it's not about this fake gratitude. It's just about being in the energy of gratitude. And often the most important thing to be grateful for is yourself, is taking the actions, is being authentic, is being in alignment, is knowing that you're not perfect, but continuing to work at it, continuing to embrace yourself, continuing to love yourself. Um, so maybe a little bit of a tangent there, but I do think it's a really, really important energy at the autumn equinox because for our ancestors, you know, this was an important time of giving thanks of sacrifice to the earth. Um, you know, even the, the process of harvesting the crops is in, in and of itself a form of sacrifice um, that we're sacrificing these plants to sustain us. Um, and that is giving back to the universe in its way. And so your gratitude practice at the autumn equinox is a really important way to have that exchange with the universe um, to continue to have the abundance that you desire and that you deserve um, and to amplify it and grow it even more than what it currently looks like. Uh, so let's talk also a little bit, we're going to talk about the uh, astrological significance of the autumn equinox. Before we do that, I just want to address uh, the modern name of the autumn equinox. So you will very frequently hear the equinox referred to on the internet and in books and things as Maybon. Um, and this is a modern name that was added to the autumn equinox. Um, it's not an ancient tradition. However, it is associated with a Welsh god, um, the Welsh god Mabon, who was the son of an earth goddess. So there is this connection to earth and abundance and fertility and harvest and sacrifice. Um, and so the name Mabon was added in like the early 20th century, definitely not an ancient practice. Practice, but if it resonates with you, then by all means, feel free to call the equinox Maybon. Um, in my own life and practice, I use the Celtic names for the fire festivals, um, which are Beltane, Samhain, Lamas, and Imbolc. Um, but I just refer to the equinoxes and solstices by equinox and solstice um, is what resonates with me personally. Okay, so let's talk about the astrological significance of the autumn equinox. Um, now, you don't often hear people talk about astrology 
in connection with the wheel of the year, but they are actually very inextricably linked together. Um, the autumn equinox occurs every year in the Northern Hemisphere when the sun enters zero degrees of Libra. So when the sun moves from Virgo into Libra, that is inherently the autumn equinox. That's like the trigger. Um, now in the Southern Hemisphere, the autumn equinox occurs when the sun moves from Pisces into Aries in March, um, but they're not so very different. And we'll talk about that. So Libra is the sign of the scales, right? It's also the sign of the lover, the lover archetype. Libra is ruled by Venus, the planet of love and desire, of money and relationships, um, again, of that energy of exchange. And Libra is this really beautiful, very loving uh, sign that is all about balance, right? So the autumn equinox is one of the two days out of the entire year when day and night are equal, when day and night are balanced. No coincidences in the universe, no coincidences in astrology. Um, and so Libra really celebrates this balance that we experience at the autumn equinox. Now, during Libra season, we also always have the new moon in Libra. So the new moon always occurs in the same sign as the sun. So Libra season means that the sun is in Libra. And when the moon also joins the sun in Libra, we have the new moon in Libra. Um, however, the full moon always happens in the opposite sign as the sun. And so during Libra season, we always have the full moon in Aries. In the Southern Hemisphere, the autumn equinox happens when the sun enters Aries and also happens to be close to the full moon in Libra. So with both of the equinoxes, wherever you are in the world, they are connected to the sign of Libra, whether it's the new moon and Libra season or the full moon uh, during Aries season. Um, now, the full moon in Aries during Libra season brings this little dose, this little opposite perspective, this energy of balance, um, and invites us to also remember to have love for ourselves. Uh, Libra is a very generous, giving, loving sign, but can have a tendency for some people pleasing. So the full moon in Aries comes along to remind us that no, 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 we don't have to give away ourselves. We don't have to sacrifice everything in order to be loving, in order to love the people around us, um, in order to even be able to love and, and to give, right? We need to also focus on self-love as well um, and to focus on receiving and creating what we want as well as having that exchange with the universe, right? So there's always this energy of balance with the full moon reminding us that, oh, that energy is great, but it's not the whole picture, right? It's not everything. And that's true of every astrological season throughout the year, not just near the equinoxes. Now, as I said, Libra is the sign of balance and love. It's all about relating to other people. Um, and it really is connected to this energy of gratitude, right? That Libra is about, you know, having gratitude to ourselves 
and having gratitude for those around us. Um, it's about that equal exchange of energy in your relationships with yourself, right? Not just giving to other people, but giving to yourself too. Um, and that equal exchange of manifesting and abundance with the universe. So Libra season is a great time to do all of this work, right? There are no coincidences. The energies are perfectly, beautifully aligned because of course they are. That's how the universe works. Um, now, even if you do not have a strong Libra signature in your chart, right? So maybe you're thinking, well, I'm not a Libra. So what does any of this have to do with me? We all, all actually have all 12 signs in our astrological charts. Now you may not have planets in every sign, um, and you probably don't have planets in every single sign. And it may be that you don't have any planets in Libra. Um, but it's less about what do you have going on in this sign for yourself and more about what does Libra season invite all of us to do collectively. Now, if you do want to take it to the next level, you can look at your chart and see what house do you have Libra in and do you have any planets there? Um, and that is going to help you to kind of customize and personalize your unique experience of the autumn equinox. Um, this is going to help you to maybe create an autumn equinox ritual that feels really fun and juicy for you, that's going to feel really personal. Um, depending on what house you have Libra in and whether or not you have planets there, you know, you might feel much more cozy and restful or you might want to be, you know, having a party um, or you might want to, you might feel like really energized in your work, right? Um, and you might want to focus on manifesting in your career or your business, right? Depending on what's activated in your chart, you can really take your seasonal celebrations to the next level by understanding how they show up for you and, you know, really make them custom to your own unique energy and experiences. Okay, so overall, how can we celebrate the autumn equinox? As we've already gone over, gratitude practices is one of the number one ways that you can celebrate. Um, so gratitude journaling is a great choice. Um, I actually make this a part of my daily spiritual practice is in my journal every morning or every few mornings. Um, I write down five things that I'm grateful for. And I typically do one to two things that I'm grateful for right now in this moment. So like I said, delicious cup of tea, a beautiful foggy morning, etc. Um, I might also do one to two things that I'm grateful for kind of on a larger sense, right? I'm grateful for the beautiful weekend we just had, or I'm grateful for getting to spend time with this friend. Um, then I also will sometimes do maybe one thing that I am manifesting. So I'll say like, I'm grateful for, um, you know, this trip that we're going to go on, maybe even if it's not booked yet right? Um, or I'm grateful for this client who just signed with me who hasn't actually signed up yet. Um, and having gratitude for things that are going to happen in the future can help you to call them in as well. So a little manifesting technique there. Um, so you can do this on a daily, regular basis. You can also do this as a particular specific autumn equinox ritual. So for example, one fun way to do that is um, we did this one year for our friend's giving party. Um, we got a big white pumpkin 
and we had everybody write something they were grateful for on the pumpkin. So we had this great gratitude pumpkin. Um, and then at the end of the season, you know, you could, you know, maybe you get like a pumpkin pie pumpkin that you can actually bake with. You could turn it into a pie um, or you can just like sacrifice it, right? Um, you can like cut it open or, you know, put it outside to compost. Um, that's going to be really in alignment with the energy of autumn, which is all about composting and, you know, turning within, returning to the earth, um, harvest. So that would be a fun little ritual that you could do with others, or you could do that by yourself, right? Just write a bunch of things you're grateful for on the pumpkin. And you just do that with like a black Sharpie. Okay. Now the other main way that we celebrate the autumn equinox typically is through food. So Obviously, if the autumn equinox is a celebration of an abundant harvest, then our ancestors would have been celebrating through eating the delicious things they just harvested. Um, and we can absolutely still do this today. And of course, we see this reflected in a lot of our modern fall celebrations as well. Um, so cooking, baking of any kind, especially if you're cooking with, you know, seasonal ingredients. So maybe you're cooking with pumpkin or other types of squash. Um, maybe you're cooking with things that you've preserved from the summer, like berries that you've turned into jam, or maybe you preserved tomatoes, you know, anything that maybe you've canned or dried, um, even like dried herbs that you've harvested, um, thyme and like basil and oregano are really great for abundance. Um, also baking with false spices. So we're very drawn to false spices this time of year, like cinnamon and clove and nutmeg. And these are all actually very aligned with the seasonal energy. Um, they're very much about abundance and success and prosperity and calling in everything we desire. So baking with fall spices, with pumpkin, uh, with any fall fruits, vegetables um, is going to be really, really in alignment. And then, of course, having a beautiful feast, whether that is by yourself, with your roommates, with your pets, with your family, having a big party, you know, whatever feels in alignment for you. Um, it doesn't have to be really connected to a ritual. If you want to just share a meal with your family, uh, that is a beautiful autumn equinox celebration in and of itself. Um, you can also, of course, make this a ritual. Um, you might, you know, set a place um, and sacrifice a, a meal back to the earth, for example, again, with the composting theme. Um, you might, you know, read off before you eat things that each of you are grateful for. Um, you can ritualize your wheel of the year celebrations to whatever degree feels inspiring to you. Um, or just, you know, make it a party, make it a fun time. Uh, now, because the autumn equinox takes place during Libra season, uh, self-love in general is also a really great theme. Um, so, you know, really focusing on what do you need in order to feel safe and nurtured and supported and loved? Um, what can you give to yourself to feel that way? Um, this is going to be a really, really beautiful practice for Libra season at any time um, to really align with that energy of Venus.
All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope that this was fun and interesting and inspiring for you. Um, I can't wait to hear how you're going to be celebrating the autumn equinox in your own practice. Uh, come and tell me in my free Facebook group, the Empowered Modern Witches Community. Um, come and join us. Tell us, you know, what came up for you with this episode, how you're going to be celebrating the autumn equinox, um, or share in your Instagram stories and tag me at Lupin Hollow. Um, I would love to hear about it. I love to see how people celebrate the wheel of the year. Um, and as I mentioned at the beginning, we have the third annual Empowered Modern Witches Summit coming up the week of the autumn equinox in 2022. Um, it's a free, totally virtual event. Uh, we have over a dozen amazing speakers to come and talk about the seasons and the moon phases and astrology and shadow work and all sorts of great things. So you do not want to miss that. Go sign up for your free ticket. The link is here in the show notes. Um, and I will see you in the Facebook group, on Instagram, at the summit, uh, and happy autumn equinox. As always, thanks for listening to the Empowered Modern Witches Show. I'm Tanae Stewart, the Witch of Lupin Hollow, and it's my pleasure to be your host. If you loved this episode, be sure to leave a five-star rating and review and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Much love from Lupin Hollow. Mm-hmm.